there have been over 100 million downloads of this song. Okay. Wow. This has everything to do with Lesson 19 for the record. I wonder how many people listening right now just needed to hear that. They, they knew it. And they know exactly. Yeah, that's right. right. So uh, I, I, I won't, I won't, okay, we'll do just a couple more just seconds. Just a couple Do you know that song? Subscribe and listen to episode 41 and hear why Dr. Jeff chose that particular song. From the in-office studios of his eye care practices in Nashville, Tennessee, it's As I See It with Dr. Jeff Kegaris, your source for eye care education and receiving the type of patient relationship you deserve. It is time for a patient revolution. And now... Your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. Welcome to As I See It. This is Dr. Jeff Kegaris coming to you from Cool Springs Eye Care. The nice surroundings here in Franklin, Tennessee. We need to build a studio up in Donaldson, Tennessee also to do it there. Maybe we alternate back and forth. But right now we just have our studio here in Franklin. And as you know, we're talking about eye care, eye health, medicine, patient service and experience and anything else fun that I just want to talk about. And this is our weekly forum to be able to do that. I'm really excited today, however, because I've got two real experts, two people that I respect tremendously. It's beginning to look a lot like springtime. Oh, wait, that's not the way the song goes. It's That's actually a winter song, but it is starting to look like springtime. And people get excited about spring and summer because they may be going to take beach vacations and get outside more and the sun's going to be there. I'm going to sit on the deck and all of this type of stuff. And I'm excited today to have Noah and Ross with me, our two optical experts from Cool Springs and Donaldson's Optical. And they're going to talk to us about what's in style, what's moving fast, what's likely to be seen on the beach in downtown Donaldson or Franklin this spring or down on 30A in Florida. So Ross and Noah, welcome to As I See It. Thank you for having us today. Glad to be here. So today's discussion is really more about how you see it, because we're going to discuss what's hot now, hot for spring and summer and eyewear, and what patients are asking you for. But first, fur. That's we're going to see. I'm from Tennessee. We're going to, we're going to ask you what what patients asking you for. Okay, we're going to ask you what patients are asking for, but. First, I want to introduce you guys a little bit, get a little bit of your background. So, Ross, let's start with you. How'd you get your start in the optical business? Well, I had a friend whose mother was looking for someone um, to work for, uh, to be a technician for a doctor's, uh, an optical practice that she was managing. And um, I wasn't really happy with what I was doing at the time. And well, I didn't really have anything else to lose. So I thought, why not? So I started as a technician with a doctor in the Walmart Vision Center and um, have just kind of grown from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. When did you make the kind of conversion from doing more technical to doing more optical? 
So I started in the um, in an opticianry about nine years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I made the transition after a year. So I've been an optician for around eight years now. Lots of experience, lots of experience, and patients value that um, anymore. Sometimes it's we don't run into people that have as much of the background as you do. So um, you've been with us now for how many years, Ross? I've been three years. Yeah, yeah. But it was a great day when I heard about you interviewing over there. I remember how excited everybody was about, um, you know, oh, we met this great guy, and he, he's just perfect for it. He's going to be a great team member. We hope that he's going to accept the position. So um, it's been a good thing. Similarly, it's been a really great thing when I heard the same type of things from somebody coming from Virginia. I said, well, have we even met her yet? Well, no, we talked to her on the phone, and she's she's re- oh, she's great. You're going to love her. Um, now, we didn't hire that person, but we did hire no, – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, that's that was Noah we were talking about. So Noah's in – where Ross is our optical manager, and Donaldson. Noah is our optical manager in Cool Springs. So, Noah, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to be here at Cool Springs Eye Care and how you got in the optical business. Yeah, well, um, I started off at the front desk. It was my very first job in high school, actually. It was just the weekends, um, but I worked front desk and I worked for a very small uh, private-owned family practice. And so, um, being the front desk, I was not only responsible for directing flow and checking in patients, but I was also responsible for working up and pre-testing and special testing. So, I got a little bit more of the tech experience. Much like Ross, you guys both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really helped out um, being an optical manager, especially with troubleshooting patients. It gives us a little bit more of a different point of view, a different oversight um, in the optical world. So it allows us to kind of put the puzzle pieces together and look outside of the just optical box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I got started in optical, um, like I said, when I was in high school, and uh, that was just front desk and tech. And I did started doing opticianery three years after that. So that was about six years ago. Okay. Um, I started doing opticianry and it's been great. I started working my way up there and I've been in small private practice and corporate optometry. So it's been fun. And when, where was this relative to when you were in college, if you will? Yeah, I actually started opticianry my uh, summer before I started college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And that was in Virginia, it was. right? Yes, it was. Came down here. All right. Ross, where did you grow up? What part of the state or area? I was born in Paducah, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and I've moved here when uh, well, my parents moved here when I was 10, um, so I've pretty much been here long enough to say that I'm from here. I feel like I, I, I enjoy it here and, and can't see going anywhere else. Yep, that's what Noah says too, but you're more of a native though, right? You've been here long enough, we can call you almost a native. You and I have been here long enough, but we told too many people and they all started to move here, right? He's That's a true right. Southern. Right. Yes, I wish I could. I mean, I, st- I, f- I feel like this is home. I love the South, yeah. so it's it's a lot of fun. It was a very easy transition. Well, you personality-wise, with your friendliness and outgoing nature, just smiling all, you, you fit you. in fit in well with that. So you guys have a big role as optical managers. What what do you enjoy the most about your your role and either one of you? And anything that stands out? Yeah, my favorite role. What I re- oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, what I love the most about my job is um, how rewarding it is. Uh, I love dispensing those glasses to patients. That's especially my favorite thing is fitting them because fitting them can be very, very nerve wracking for patients, um, especially because one little mistake can make the world of a difference to their eyes. And so it's very important to be very particular, very detailed, very thorough, and not just what you do, but also your words and explaining that to them so that it could reassure them. So that's really my favorite part is allowing them um, to them allowing me to uh, change their experience in, mm-hmm. in the medical world. So I love that. And also when they come and pick them up, that's my favorite part. Because there's a lot of wow. And, wow. and they're excited, right? And it, the excitement and what it does, the life changing, especially for children. Um, it's, it's always a beautiful moment when children pick up glasses. Ross, what about you? Um, really just knowing that, that I'm helping people. Um, and as Noah said, the, the joy of seeing a child's eyes light up when they put their first pair of glasses on, it is really just priceless. Um, I had a patient this morning who, um, has a prescription where she, it's kind of shocking that she doesn't have glasses and, um, I told her that I needed to be here when she picked them up because with her prescription, um, a lot of the details that, that we take for granted in everyday life, um, she has never seen or, or, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just going to be amazing when, when she puts those glasses on her eyes are just going to light up. And don't you, don't you see some of these people that then they take the glasses off after they're used to them and they're like, oh, I never saw that bad because they got used to the yeah. way they were seeing, but now we show them a different level and that's, that's pretty cool stuff, isn't it? Um, so you guys each oversee optical management operations, which is a lot, staffing the service, um, collection, fitting, adjusting and all of that. <clears throat> What's a typical day consist of for you? We have a little bit of a smaller office, um, but I file insurance claims, make sure that the office gets paid. Um, I also order and track the glasses as they're being made and assembled. Um, and occasionally I'll fill in in other areas if, if I'm needed around the other around the other departments of the office. Okay. Noah? Um, we are at a, a little bit of a larger practice, and so um, I am blessed with Stephanie's help to help me with um, filing jobs and claims, um, but I do ensure that all patients and staff's needs are being met. So um, another rewarding part of my job is seeing that my um, employees feel like they have an extra hand around all, at all times. So I am always making myself available to help them with any little things that they need um, to make their days go by a little bit quicker, um, making sure that staffing is consistent with the schedule of patients. So depending on how many patients we have in the morning and the afternoon, uh, making sure that we have enough opticians for that so and sometimes that uh, the management part of optical is the more time consuming part isn't it i mean it is, yeah. our patients appreciate the optical Absolutely. expertise oh, yes. <laughs> our staff says "Ooh, uh, well there's a lot to what noah and ross do i don't know if i want to do that right because it, it that's a continually learning and finessing position right yes Yes, it is, but it's very rewarding. Yep, well, you guys both are doing it very, very well. So I think part of our our job, too, in the optical is to educate people. Even if for some reason they make a second-best choice and buy the glasses someplace else, we always want to educate them, right? Because we think we're their best choice. Um, 
and and yet education is a real big part of that you know okay i understand you may want to go there to that big box place but let me just help you with what size you should look at the type of things with your face shape your complexion etc i always want people leaving knowing we're here to serve them whether we're going to be the ones to fulfill their order or someplace else i think that's what they should be depending us on uh, depending on us for um a lot of people don't know that we make our own glasses and can turn those around pretty quickly don't they like to the tune of you know more than 150 last month so uh, tell me about those glasses in-house is that a is that a valuable service and when when do you guys start thinking about that oh it's very valuable um we we have been using it a lot, especially since COVID. We've been experiencing some frame delays and some lens delays, which was expected with so many manufacturers being closed for quite some time last year. But um, having an in-office finishing lab allows us to get those jobs back to the patients in a relatively timely manner. So especially patients who have specific cases, like uh, they need these glasses for a certain procedure or they need the, these glasses for vision therapy, um, things like that. It's important that we can get them turn around in under 24 hours that's the main thing um, and for other patients getting them in four days at least um, so we we've been really busy and core and will have been very busy in the lab yep and ross same thing for you would you say we um we use the iof um as much as we can it's, it's a great it's a great service that we offer um for those that are time, listening iof is in office finishing so just kind of specifying there. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, no um, so, um, if we have someone that's that's going on vacation and and they don't want to wear their contacts the whole time and they want to wear glasses, but of course they've waited till the very last minute and and they need glasses, um, we can get those turned around really quick and usually can can get that taken care of for them. Um, likewise, if somebody's like moving and they just they're they're getting their eye exam and everything before they move um and they had such a great experience they just want to go ahead and get their glasses here as well um we can usually get that taken care of um relatively quick and and get that taken care of for them before they end up moving and and going somewhere else or, or coming back here to see us again next year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i know that for many of our contact lens wearers we utilize that a lot because we have some i mean they can they can spend thousands of dollars on frames and lenses or they can spend 99 dollars get a frame and lens combination that is a you know hey this gets me from i can drive with this i can get from you know the bed to the bathroom and back at night when i'm not wearing my contacts and those are nearly always we do our own work on those because turnaround time's a lot quicker isn't it oh yeah so um, some of the uh, you, you brought up a good thing, Noah, you said you talked about, you know, with COVID and suppliers and the supply chain and all of that. COVID has also forced us to change some things in the office. We used to we think it's really important if somebody can touch the product that they're going to put on and wear and and that interactive type of thing. Some opticals are like, no, you don't touch anything. I have to get them behind a glass case and all of that. We are much more trusting uh we always have been we want to interact we want people to be able to try these different things but that's changed with COVID, hasn't it how what what differences now in the last year have we had to implement with COVID um, because of the keep sanitation and sterility 
It's changed. Um, it's changed a little bit, but like you said, it is really important for our patients to touch, feel, um, and try on frames before they make that important decision. And so, um, right now, uh, we are not having patients walk around optical to look at frames, but we do have excellent staff that are trained in styling patients according to their prescription, whether their prescription limits them to a certain shape or material um, of frame. So, our our um, opticians are like our personal stylists and. Um, honestly, uh, patients, once they're done, um, are very grateful and relieved that that process was a lot easier than they thought it would be. So we bring the frames to their to their stations and the patients are able to touch them and try them on and make a maybe pile and a no pile. Ross, same same type of thing or same question for you. What what other uh, modifications have, have you and Stephanie and Hannah done to keep our opticals as safe as we can for our patients? So Stephanie and I typically will ask just a few questions in the beginning just to kind of get an idea of what direction the patient is um, looking to looking to go. Um, and once we get some of their answers, then we kind of will bring glasses to them. Um, what I like to do personally is, is push somebody out of their comfort zone, not, not tremendously anything like that, but maybe give them some frames that they normally wouldn't try. Um, and it, it's really fun in the end when when they find a frame that that they really enjoy, and they say that it's something that they would have never imagined that they would ever wear, um, but really it turns out to be that perfect frame. Mm-hmm. I think that's where professional stylists and opticians really come in, rather than just you know I don't know that looks good on you, fine, you know that type of thing. You guys can help because it's an overwhelming thing. It's overwhelming for me, and I'm in the industry. I go out there and I go, oh my gosh, I, I don't. Where do I start? And you guys can look at somebody and go, hmm, you don't you immediately kind of in your mind know, oh, I think this would look good. But then you kind of work with the patient to go, you know, is this a person that wants this to stand out? Do they want to be really demure? Do they want to be bold and, and you know, to bring out personality or to match personality? So I, I just, I'm fascinated by the clinical, the technical, and the fashion and psychology of of frames. And maybe that's that's it's weird. a lot that goes into there frames. Is. But there is. But um, like I said, our staff is trained to bring those frames that they think will match the patient's style fit and like Ross said, challenging them, but not in a you know, not to take them out of their comfort zone too much, but to sometimes you don't know how it looks until you have it on your face. So mm-hmm. it really wows them. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge we're the only practices in the area that I'm aware of that that um, can sterilize our frames with our optic wash system which is uh, visible to the patient they can see that they know what's going on we're not touching them and all of that i like that i like that visibility and uh, has that for the most part been a, a reassuring thing for patients it's definitely come in handy since COVID. Um, we do run all of the frames that our patients try on in the optic wash um, after our patients are done trying them on before we put them back up on the board. So our patients are reassured. And the optic wash is on, you know, on the optical floor. The patients mm-hmm. can see it. I like to call it a car wash for glasses. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool. Uh, it's getting... Yeah, we too call it a, a car wash for glasses. Um, it's, it's always fun to see someone or to have someone see it for the first time, um, they, they get a kick out of it. And then um, just having a machine that kills 99% of bacteria is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it really kind of shows that it shows our patients that, that we're serious about their, their safety and our safety and, and 
everything like that. So I think it's a great thing. Yeah, I, I think you know almost all of it was has been tremendous. It's just you know when you guys started to call it a car wash for glasses, which I've adopted also. I just thought that the little tip jar you each put out there, I thought that was going overboard a little bit. You know, so <laughs> you know, got, got to add to that income, right, Ross? Uh, anything helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's getting later in the winter, and pretty soon spring's going to be here. I need some prescription sunglasses, and Susan, my wife, does also. So what do you see style in frames as we look at springtime fashion? Are there colors? Are there shapes? Are there? Just help me with if I said, what's hot or what should I be thinking about? What do you guys What do you guys want to want to aim me towards well um, for the first time ever pantone has um selected two colors for 2021 mm-hmm. um the first is illuminating yellow and then the second is the ultimate gray um as far as frame styles what we're seeing over here in donaldson are, are big and round um also really thin rimmed frames um we have a line called uh, pro design that's actually made out of denmark um, that is really uh, minimalistic and um, has really thin frames. And uh, those are all doing very well right now in Donaldson. Okay. So do some people do some people get two pair of pro designs, one that's kind of their dress glasses and another different style that's their leather, their sunglasses? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And does pro design come in some different sizes? For instance, I always think of sunglasses being bigger. Um I know my my dad wears a pro design, and it's kind of a moderate shape, if you will. Um, his he likes to get transitions so that they transition. But I think, um, yeah, you know, but, but they do come in different eye sizes. Is that right? They have a very very large range of, of eye sizes, all the way down from petite all the way up to. I think I've got one that's a sixty eye size, which is rather large. Um, That'd be for a yeah, big-headed guy like you or me. Everything in between. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's one thing I think is important for patients to know too is if they don't see exactly what they want on the board and the size, um, usually you're going to know if you can get it in other sizes, right? We can't inventory ten thousand frames, but we have a big, big virtual inventory. So same question back to you, Noah. Sunglasses, me. Susan, what do you yes, think? I think you and Dr. Susan would love um, looking at some sunglasses. We have a lot of the oversized look. Like you said, usually when patients are looking for sunglasses or shopping for sunglasses, uh, you want a little bit of extra coverage. So we have a lot of um, sunglasses out right now. And some of the trends that we're noticing a little bit more for the springtime and summertime are the color of the lenses, a lot lot of um, mirror reflection coatings. Mm-hmm. I know that Maui Gym is offering some more of those mirror reflections. So we have a little bit of a wider variety for our patients to try on. Um, when looking at springtime fashion, we try to keep up with the trends. So like Ross said, that illuminating gray and yellow um, are cocoa frame um, by the Etnia Barcelona line that we just started carrying actually comes in the yellow tip. So it's this uh, translucent color that was really popular in 2020. And then it has these um, illuminating yellow uh, translucent tips. Hmm. Um, another popular one is the uh, Boca One Lemon Frame from Fosse Foss, which is one of our Parisian lines that we carry. Um, I actually have that frame and I get a lot of compliments on it. It's it's also translucent, um, but they have these really bright yellow tips on the on the ends of the uh, frames in the front. So it's a little pop of color. Um, so yeah, we're getting a lot of, of different sizes and some cool colorful options for the spring and summertime. 
you mentioned the Maui Gym, which we can do in prescription, but they also have some really good ones for, say, over my contact lenses. One of the things I really like about that, too, and a lot of my patients are not aware, is that they have some that have a built-in kind of hidden bifocal on the backside. So if I want, because, you know, you don't want... You don't want just reading glasses, sunglasses. You want to be able to look out at the beach, at the surf, and also be able to read, things like that. So um, I typically recommend, without a doubt, that that they're going to get a progressive or a bifocal pair of sunglasses. I really like the Maui's there. You've got a great selection over in Donaldson of the Maui's also, Ross, right? Yeah, yeah, we do, actually. Um, I just ordered a pair for a patient earlier this week um, that had that backside bifocal. Um, so normally he just wears just a single vision distance glasses, but um, he saw the need to have the reading on the back for um, he, what he's excited about is, is using them on his, on his boat this summer. Um, so I guess uh, looking at speedometers and, and reading possibly. Um, but yeah, he was really excited about them. Yeah, it's a good, really good, high quality lens too. So, Absolutely. Um, in a moment, I want to move from sunglasses. You gave me a, a few tips on what I'm going to be looking for for sunglasses, even though I'm going to sit down there and say, "Hey, guys, put something on me that's going to look good." Yeah, right. But um, I want to move to regular dress glasses. You know, uh, I, I personally think glasses should be a lot like shoes. You should have multiple pairs that you can wear with different things and different different attitudes and different, you know, if I want to dress up or if I want to be fun and funky. So I want you to be thinking about that. We're going to take a short break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back in a moment. This is As I See It. As I See It. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Jeff Kegaris with Cool Springs and Donaldson Eye Care. We've proudly served the Middle Tennessee community for the last 26 years, and I want you to know we really appreciate you. Having an annual comprehensive eye health and vision exam is so important to the health of your eyes. From signs of diabetes, glaucoma, and cataracts, we're looking for it all. Don't let another day go by. Schedule your annual eye health and vision exam at Cool Springs or Donaldson Eye Care. And now, back to As I See It. If you're just joining me, we're talking with our optician and optical managers from Cool Springs and Donaldson, Noah and Ross, and they're giving us some specific and sharing their expertise, some specific advice and sharing their expertise on what are some of the top selling shapes and frames and uh, for the spring and for the early summer here. So let's let's move on to what's been moving very, very well. What are some of the top sellers in the last, say, three months, Noah? Yeah, actually, um, Pro Design and Ray-Ban are tying as our number one top selling frames here in Cool Springs. Um, both are very, like Ross mentioned before our break, um, Pro Design has really good structure and durability, very long lasting frames. And Ray-Ban is a stamp, stample model. It's it's really um, just a classic frame. So uh, those are very popular. Um, Scott Harris is at number two. So they're very affordable, um, very stylish as well. Our Etnia Barcelona frames we've only had for a month or two but they are at number three on our uh, list of top-selling wow. frames. So patients really love um, the comfortability, the structure of the frames. They're very detailed, and Etnia Barcelona um, made some very specific and intentional designs when manufacturing the frames, So, such as covering the screws and temple pieces. So those are very long-lasting. Arbor is number four, and Tom Ford's number five. So we have some really good lines here to show our patients. How about in Donaldson? How how similar or how different are those are those lines moving in Donaldson? We're we're doing about the same. Um, so 
at Donaldson, we always do really well with Tom Ford. Um, Tom Ford is a very classy and simplistic um, frames. A lot of them, uh, you can get really chunky frames or, again, really minimalistic. Um, and they've got those signature tees on the side. Um, everyone seems to really like those. Um, they are number one for us. Um, Ray-Ban is our number two. Um and just very classic look. Um, our number three is Etnia Barcelona as well. Um, just really liking that line as far as the colors and um, the extraordinary styles. Um, like uh, Noah said, the Coco frame, um, it does very well. Um, the one that we have is, is a tortoise, and it has uh, a little hint of blues and, and some stuff like that. Um, number four is Scott Harris, um, and number five, I believe, was uh, Pro Design. Mm-hmm. Is Scott Harris an American line? Is that part of Europa, or is that a different company altogether? Do you guys know offhand? It's part of Europa. Part of Europa. Okay, so you know some of the we're seeing a resurgence in American made and American made frames. And Europa is one of those companies out of Chicago, Illinois. So one of their lines are the Scott Harris, and I know they have State and some some others. So if you're uh, like a lot of people, big on I want it to be American made, um, we carry we carry a number of vendors that way. And Europa would be a very very good one to consider. Uh, both Ross and Noah have mentioned that. What if I've got a little child? I mean, Jeff's been talking to me and uh, Amy Wehmeyer's been talking to me about having my child evaluated. I brought them in. They're, they're nine months old and lo and behold, they're, you know, they're in one of those situations where they're super farsighted and maybe their eyes turning, maybe it's not, but I need frames for my, for my nine month old. Do you have frames that you can actually fit them in? Yes, we do. We have the cutest little colorful. <laughs> we have frames with different sparkles and designs. We have the Miraflex, which are very durable. So those would be the best for your little nine-month-olds. But for kids that are a little bit older um, in elementary school, we have a wide variety. We have a whole section just for kids. But um, the Miraflexes for, for infants also offer a wide variety of colors. So we're able to show you the color wheel and make it very interactive for your babies. Okay, very, very good. So what what... What would you say for kids? Let's get them a little bit older. Let's say elementary to early middle. What's most important when we're when we're getting a pair of glasses for for children? Whenever you fit a child for glasses, it's really important just to have their pupils in the center of the lens. Um, just make sure that that frame is a good fit. Also, I personally think that having a child pick what they like um, within reason, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is very important. Um, if they like what they pick out, if they like the glasses that they're going to have, they're more likely going to wear them and keep up with them and take care of them. More so if it's something that, that mom or dad just picked out because they that, that's what they like best. Um, so I usually encourage parents to let their kids kind of drive just a little bit um, and then comment on the back end well we can eliminate this because this is electric blue and and maybe we don't want an electric blue frame every day um but letting the kids pick i think is is very important much more likely to get adherence to wearing them right when they like it yes yes absolutely 
fortunately, it's a lot more different, a lot different than when I was in school. And it was any color you want, as long as it's black and everybody's frames look the same and everybody was called four eyes. And now to some degree, we get kids coming in going almost malingering because they want glasses because I, and sometimes I'll say, Hey, do you have any friends with glasses? Yes. Melanie, my best friend has some, they're pink. Do you have any pink? (laughs) You know, that type of thing. So (laughs) anyway, um, so we stock close to, let's say a thousand frames in our opticals yet. We can't display every frame. So if I, if I do have something, somebody says, you know, I'm really looking for this look, but I don't see it. What should they do with you guys? I call this the hairstylist method because Mm -hmm. I always go to a salon and show a picture of what I envision my hair to look like when I leave. And I feel like I have the same um, leeway and comfortability and trust with my patients when they show me pictures of what they like. And we are blessed to have a number of reps that allow us to order the frames if we don't have them here in stock. But um, if we can't order them, we um, as trained opticians you know, use our expertise to fit them in something that is very similar so we can use our creativity just like Mm hairstylists. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun. All right. Um, Both of you have worked at corporate stores before. Uh, Any difference in how we approach optical fashion fit design here versus your experience in the the bigger box stores? And if so, you know, what, what, what do we do better and what could we learn from them? So coming from a corporate store, um, it really just, they, they feel totally different. Um, in a corporate store, frames are selected most likely by someone who's never been an optician before. Um, they all look the same, and you see the same frame day in and day out. Um, in Donaldson, Stephanie, our retail manager, and I select each frame that comes into the office. Um, there's diversity, and if we like it, then it's going to sell. Um, if it's a frame that did really well and, and it started to taper off a little bit, then um, we'll sell that one and we'll we'll find another frame that, that we really like and, and move on to that. So it's, it's really nice just to not have a cookie-cutter, these are the frames that we have and, and I mean we kind of spice it up uh, we know what works for our area over here in Donaldson may not be the same as what, what works in Cool Springs and what works in Cool Springs may not work in Donaldson um, so I think having the ability to select the frames that, that come into the office um, I know I'm going to sell something that, that I picked out rather than something that somebody else picked out um, instead of selling the same frame over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it hard for some opticians to overcome what they like to be able to pick out what our patients will like? Can you, you ever run into opticians who are a little too narrow-minded because, well, I wouldn't wear that. Well, that's not the co- that's not the key. Right? That's why you guys are managers to keep, keep from having that happen. But has, has that happened before? Or is it a tough thing to overcome sometimes? Um, I can't say that. I mean, Stephanie and I are um, pretty open-minded. Um, if if it's if it's colorful and it looks good on somebody, it may not be a frame that that she or I would wear. But I mean, if it if it looks good on somebody, then we're definitely going to let you know. Um, my opinion on a frame on your face is more important than my opinion of a frame in general. Um, because like I said, some, some things that, that I would never try if I, if I try on, I may, Oh wow. That's, that's something that, 
I don't like, but it actually looks really good on me. Mm-hmm. Noah, what about you? Same question. Yeah, um, piggybacking off of what Ross said, um, having the opticians and Stephanie, our retail uh, manager, being able to meet with the reps and pick out the frames is really important, um, especially comparing it to the uh, corporate world that I came from because all of our opticians have been here for so long and they have all um, created beautiful relationships and bonds with the returning patients here. And they have a really good understanding of what those patients wants and needs are when it comes to frames. So when we do get our reps coming in with new styles, um, a lot of our opticians keep those patients in mind um, and keep those styles that they, they like in mind. I also noticed uh, one of the one of the things I wrote down and I circled here is the difference between a corporate world and here is the culture. Um, and that's one of the big things that I noticed when I switched over um, into Nashville is uh, Dr. Jeff's culture that he implements and that I implement with my staff and Kayla implements with hers and Chantel with hers. I mean, you really just see the uh, ripple effect all around the office and the patients feel that too. So one thing I always try to emphasize is making them feel like family, welcoming, welcoming them like family when they come in and uh, saying goodbye like family when they oh, leave. Very good. I love it. Man, music to my ears. Well, thank you. So anything else that you guys would like to have our listeners know or understand about springtime, early summer fashion, sunglasses, our opticals overall or specifically? Just try on colors. Just try on colors. You know, a lot of times I, I tell patients, try on colors and don't just stick to the neutrals. It's always nice to have a pair of neutrals and especially a, a colorful pair for the springtime. And you don't have to do too much color. You can do something like me. Like I said, I have that Boca Lemon One. It's, it's a very neutral translucent with just a hint of color. And I see a lot of those frame lines for men and women mm-hmm. coming out with neutral frames with just a hint of color. So don't be scared to try them out. Ross, anything else to add? Or is that a great close? That that was a great close. Um, <laughs> um, definitely, like I said, just, just having a couple of pairs. Um, one that, that's a fun pair. One that's a little more um, conservative, I think, is, is a great way to put it. Um, yeah, at... at Donaldson, we are are like a family. Um, we treat our patients like family. Um, so anybody that comes in, Stephanie and I are always just upfront and honest about about our opinion of the frame. Um, we we're not here to tell somebody that a frame looks good if it really doesn't. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's a mark of a great optician, just like it's a mark of a great LASIK surgeon. Anybody can say yes. But great LASIK surgeons are able to say, you're not a good candidate. Great opticians are able to say, that frame doesn't look good on you, right? And having the experience, the confidence to say, but this one would, and this one does, et cetera. Because that's really what patients want. They, I mean, they really do want your opinion. Now, if you said every frame looks bad, that's probably, you know, that'd be like me trying frames on. But, um, but I, I appreciate that you guys have the confidence, the experience to do that. And I appreciate how you build your teams and being just, just part of our team. So first of all, also, I appreciate you guys sharing your time today out of the busy clinic day to uh, share your time and your expertise with us. I, I appreciate how you guys help make our patients experience more than just good eye care, but a great overall healthcare experience. So thank you for your contribution there day in, day out. Ross, thank you. 
Absolutely. It's been a great time. Noah, thank you. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. Well, good, good. So if there's one thing we're constantly asked by other doctors and we feel has contributed to our growth over the years, it's our strategic process. We recently held our all-doctor and staff off-site annual strategic review. We'll be reviewing that great day as well as what goes into our strategic process. Hint, it's a lot more than a plan in our next discussion on As I See It. We want you to know what we do. We want you to know how we do it. We are your community practice, your community resource. And whether you run or own a business or not, we like to let you know and be able to see and take a peek behind the curtain. We'll see you next week. I'm Dr. Jeff Kegris, and this is As I See It.